The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hey everyone, how's it going? It's Anthony Cazenza with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. I hope you are doing well. I hope you are just taking in the big time win from the Cincinnati Bengals as they beat their division rival Baltimore Ravens 34-23. Deja vu anybody? I mean gosh that's the same exact score as as last week that the Bengals beat the Colts. A little bit of a a script flip if you will to quote Herm Edwards. Um, This week wasn't about getting off to a slower start and then coming on strong. This was about getting off to an incredibly big start uh, to basically taking a 20-28-7 lead and then kind of getting a little, making things a little interesting um, going forward in the in the second half. But the Bengals hung in there. They got a couple of scores, um, two big kicks from Randy Bullock, and they hung in there, won 34-23. The Bengals are 2-0. They started out 0-3 last year. And if you remember, weeks 2 and 3, were two and week two last week last year was a Thursday night game against the Houston Texans. That was a game the Bengals had an early lead, and that game just ended up being a uh, you know really really boring contest. They lost thirteen to seven. They got off to a big lead against Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau last last year in week three, and they let the the lead go. And I think that that I think that that is something that Bengals fans can hang their hats on. Aside from a 2-0 start, it has to be about the Bengals showing the fortitude to continue to go in and, and win a game, find a way to win games. And, you know, Terrell Austin's defense is, is frustrating at times. You know, they bend a little too much. They give up a, a few too many points. And, uh, you know, but when it's all said and done, they turn the ball over. And uh, last week they had an interception of Andrew Luck, and then they had the forced fumble inter- uh, and return for touchdown. This week they had uh, two interceptions of Flacco and a forced fumble at the end of the game, and all, all of those iced uh, the, the fate of the Ravens, if you will, on Thursday night. The Bengals won 34-23 yet again, and uh, they head to a little bit of a weird stretch of games. They, they play a lot of teams from the south, uh, and they travel to the South two weeks in a row. They go to Carolina and then to Arizona, two very difficult games coming up there. Um, and then they they host Miami. Uh, Miami is, is an interesting team, so uh, we'll have to see what's going on there. Um, 
yeah, Sean, I see Sean Blankenship says Dre dropped an interception. Yes, it's it was a very up-and-down game from Dre Kirkpatrick uh, tonight. There was a ticky-tack pass interference call that basically got the Ravens back into the game because it was in the end zone, caused a one-yard touchdown run. There was a... He, he was beat a couple of times, and there were times when he knocked the pass down and, and had good coverage. So, um, up and down day from Drake Kirkpatrick, but uh, more more than not good. I will say there there are a lot of things to really be positive about if you're a Bengals fan. And you look at Jesse Bates, first career interception in just his second game. Sam Hubbard was all over the field, especially in the first half. Jordan Willis, another young guy, gets the fumble recovery at the end of the game. Sean Williams, the guy, the safety they hung on to, the veteran safety they hung on to instead of Aloka, uh, had an immense game. Uh, interception, sack, forced fumble, uh, and, and had a, a, a couple of nice plays in the field as well. You had Joe Mixon going off again, doing his thing, playing pretty well. Um, you, you had... I mean, gosh, the list goes on and on. Um, obviously, Geno Atkins and Carlos Dunlap in on a lot of plays. A lot, you know, they, they did their thing. So, uh, and hi, Michael Von Westfall from Berlin. Uh, that's awesome you're tuning in, man. Uh, thanks for tuning in. And yes, Zach Hanrahan, Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd, Tyler Boyd. What a game from him. We can talk about A.J. Green all we want and his three touchdown uh, game we could talk about Andy Dalton and his four touchdown game but to me Tyler Boyd was outstanding tonight and not just in catching the football getting open and making plays but there was a play where Andy Dalton floated one that that could have been intercepted and Boyd even though the the uh, I think it was Marlon Humphrey bobbled it Boyd knocked it out of his hand to, to prevent an interception and I thought that that was a, a big hustle play after getting some fumble recoveries made by uh, AJ Green last week um, just you know hustle 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 I love it uh, John Ross didn't do too much unfortunately but um, hi Daniel Sharon hi um, you know there was a lot of positives to take away I will say this there there were if I'm gonna nitpick, but one thing that isn't really up to the Bengals that was a negative is all the injuries. Billy Price, Michael Johnson, Joe Mixon was in and out of the lineup. Um, at the end, Drake Kirkpatrick looked like he had something that resembled cramps or a hamstring issue. Sean Williams did leave the game. Uh, so a lot of a lot of injuries uh, in this game, and I think that has to do with both a short week. It was very humid, so there might be cramping and all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, that that's a negative to take. Uh, still a little bit of the bend and don't break, break mentality from Terrell Austin's defense, but hey, you know, they, they did their job. They created turnovers. Uh, I thought Bill Lazor had an outstanding first half scheme. Um, obviously, the Bengals scored 28 points in the first half, and uh, so he had an outstanding scheme there. Um, but second half, the Bengals kind of crawled into a shell a little bit offensively, and that that really made the game. That and some penalty calls that I thought were very ticky-tack made the game more inter interesting than it should have been. But, uh, yeah, I, I like what Josh uh, Ventling said here. Long long week to recover for the Bengals. Um even with all those injuries, they didn't have Preston Brown, their starting middle linebacker, in the game. They didn't have Vontez Perfect still serving a suspension in the game. Um, 
you know, so some of these guys aren't aren't even playing, and yet the Bengals are still coming out victorious. So that's positive, and um, you know, a, a lot of good things to take away. Yeah, you wish they they kind of kept the foot on the throat a little bit more, but the Ravens are tough. They're a good team. They're well coached, and uh, you know, it's an it's a divisional game. You gotta you gotta really enjoy. If you're a Bengals fan, you got to really enjoy the start of this season. It's a stark contrast to last year, both emotionally and in the re- in the, the statistical records and all of that. Um, you, you know, you got you got to be excited about it. And uh, I mean, I, I don't know too much what else there is to say except for uh, I, mean, I see I see uh, Chris Higdon, our, our good friend Chris Higdon, saying refs were awful. Yeah, they were they were pretty bad. Um, and on both sides, I mean, there were there were calls, there were egregious calls against the Bengals. There were a couple calls against the Ravens, even that I was like, "Ooh, I don't even know about that one." So, um, I, I don't know. Um, but hey, the the thing is, and I guess the theme is for the Bengals, at least in these first two weeks in 2018, is they are overcoming things. They're getting past maybe some even even personnel deficiencies, be it from injury or just not great play from certain certain positions. Um, you know, they're overcoming things. They're coming from behind a win. They're hanging on to big leads after a, a, a big comeback. So you got you got to kind of like uh, you got to kind of like what you've seen so far. And uh, I think I, I am a little worried about Billy Price's injury. He was kind of revving up the crowd on his way out uh, off of the field, but they showed him later in street clothes in a boot. And usually boots are are precautionary more than anything, but. Um, I don't know about the outlook there. Again, long week. We'll see what happens there. Trey Hopkins came in at center to back him up, and uh, it didn't it didn't go so well. So um, I'll, I'll say this too, and I don't know if it's a direct indictment of Joe Mixon versus Giovanni Bernard because I I really like what Giovanni Bernard brings to the offense, but there is just a a different productivity with Joe Mixon behind the starting offensive line, aside from. Geo behind the the offensive line. Now, Geo did make much, many more impact plays this week than he did last week, and I think he had more touches because he was forced to, because Mixon was in and out of the lineup a couple times. But um, I don't know. I, uh, I I I would like to see the Bengals improve on that a little bit. Uh, I see Eddie Co- Cookingham says the O line looked much better while not giving up any sacks. Yeah. Um, I think things got a little awry when Billy Price uh, exited the game, and um, you know I think I think things changed a little bit there. There are still some massive issues on the right side of the offensive line. Alex Redman, another I think one, at least one, if not two, holding penalties. Um, a little bit phantom. At least you know one of them was a little phantom, but still, um, Bobby Hart. Uh, you know he did get a huge illegal hands to the face on Terrell Suggs penalty that that helped to drive but also had some other issues so um <clears throat> i you gotta hope that things get a little you know a little a little more clear and cleaned up on the offensive line uh you know at this point though i i've, I've said this on the website on cincyjungle.com and on our uh, podcast Offensive line is about cohesion, and these guys, they still have, when you, whether you like it or not, they have four new starters 
from 2017 to 2018. They have four new starters this year. So it's going to take some time to, for these guys to really, you know, get get things gelling and, uh, and, and going, you know, going in the right direction. However, even though there are some frustrating plays and maybe even players, as a whole, this offensive line is much better than it was last year and maybe even in, in most of 2016. This is an improved group. Cordy Glenn, he'd had the false start penalty today, but overall, great, great day again. A quietly great day like he had against Indianapolis. So that is proving to be a, a good pickup. Clint Bowling doing solid work. Uh, Billy Price was improved before he left the game, I thought. So... You know, you got to like what you're seeing so far. I, I think people want to see more out of certain players, but uh, overall, they're getting a lot of people involved, a lot of the young guys involved, and you and you got to be uh, you, you got to be pretty positive and pleased with how things are going. I'm Anthony Cazenza, and I'm with CincyJungle.com and the Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. Keep it to Cincy Jungle for all the news, analysis, opinions, and everything breaking down week two and the Bengals win against the Ravens on Thursday night football. It's a big win. I hope you enjoy the long weekend now ahead with a win in your pocket as a Bengals fan. You can also check out some of the stuff from our Cincy Jungle staff like myself and John Sheeran on our Orange and Black Insider Bengals podcast. It recently got picked up under the National SB Nation uh, podcast network. So, uh, you know, it's available on a lot of different platforms. So check it out. We hope you enjoy it if you do. And uh, no worries if not. We still love you anyway. Thanks for tuning in on this Thursday night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Enjoy the Bengals win 2-0 versus 0-2 last year. you got to be pretty pleased. Have a good one. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation. And I want to tell you about my new show, It Seems Smart. It Seems Smart is a show about people doing things that, for some reason or another, seem smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.